Welcome to The Collective Rx, a wellness and personal development podcast for healthcare professionals who are ready to create a fulfilling personal and professional life. I'm your host, Julie Doan, pharmacist and certified life coach. Hi, friend, and welcome to episode 14 of the Collective Rx podcast, which also happens to be the season one finale episode. So if you've been with me since the beginning, thank you, thank you for your support. And if you're new here, welcome, and I hope you get to enjoy the previous episodes. So for the season finale, I wanted to talk about choosing goals that require you to up-level and step into the next version of yourself. And through this, I'll share my own experience of how I grew as a person while creating this podcast. Now, the reason that I bring this up is because most of the time when we talk about goals, we talk about the action steps and the planning that goes into achieving them. And while that's, of course, very important, this idea of who you show up as and who you get to become in the pursuit of the goal is less often discussed, but in my opinion, it's just as crucial as the tangible steps you need to take to accomplish your goal. And afterwards, I'll talk about what's to come for season two of the Collective RX, which will resume mid-September. So I'll start off with sharing this anecdote with you. Now, before I committed to doing this podcast, I was also contemplating doing a group program inside of my health coaching business. I've done something similar in the past before, but I had a new idea that could be interesting and help several people. However, as I work part-time as a pharmacist and I also see one-on-one clients inside of my health coaching practice, I knew I couldn't do both the group program and start a podcast at the same time if I wanted to keep a certain work-life balance. So I had to choose between the two. However, I spent weeks trying to decide which project to go with because they both had potential, both could help people in different ways, and I could see myself enjoying either one. And to be honest, I felt you know rather torn between the two and I probably changed my mind at least 30 times. However, one of the factors that helped me make my final decision was a question I heard Tanya Lay, who's a life coach, as during a workshop I attended. And the question is, in order to reach this goal, will it mainly require more of my time and effort or will it require me to grow into the next version of myself? And the truth was that growing my health coaching business with this group program wasn't going to require me to up-level that much or really challenge me in a significant manner As I've been health coaching for the past four years, I'm kind of on cruise control at this point and I grew comfortable with the community that I've already built. So yes, I mean, the new offering would require my time and effort to build and market, but it wouldn't require me to learn any new skills or that many new skills and step too far outside of my comfort zone. On the other hand, Starting a podcast for a completely different demographic than the one I had built was going to require me to take a bigger leap in order to become the kind of person who could accomplish that goal. So what I mean by that is that in addition to the tangible skills I'd have to develop, such as communication and technical skills, I would also have to overcome certain fears of mine. So for example, 
the ideas that I'd be sharing inside my podcast, but also the wellness programs that I want to create for healthcare professionals are new ideas that I haven't really shared inside of my health coaching practice. So I'm not 100% sure how it's going to be received by the world, right? And in order for me to kind of overcome that fear, I definitely have to cultivate more courage and belief in myself that the ideas that I have are worth sharing. I'm also going to have to address some of the drama and imposter syndrome that I was creating in my head because there's a belief in my mind that, okay, who am I to speak to healthcare professionals? I'm not an expert. Am I good enough to speak to them about mental health? And you know, all that other drama that was going around in my mind. I was also going to have to build a new network and reach out to new people, which kind of feels vulnerable to me because there's that risk of possible rejection. And I'm also going to have to build trust in myself and really dig into that resilience inside of me as I try something new and, you know, not be so great at it in the beginning, which is normal. And this overall, by pursuing this new goal, new project, I just really would have to stretch myself outside of my comfort zone and address several limiting beliefs that I had about myself in a way that I didn't really need to do if I were to pursue health coaching alone. So with that said, when I thought about which goal was going to make me feel the most proud of myself, I knew I had to choose the one that would grow me the most. And as you probably guessed, I chose to create my podcast. And now that I'm 14 episodes in, I can say that I am a different person thanks to this project. And I know it sounds cliche and maybe you're rolling your eyes at me. And at the same time, I feel it's so true. So for example, I feel that I've gained such a deeper sense of trust in myself and in my capacities to do whatever I set my mind to. Granted, I had already started building this foundation of self-trust as I built my health coaching business, but now that I've expanded, it's as if this identity of being someone who can do hard things and overcome challenges is so much more anchored in me. I've also started to see myself as someone who has interesting ideas to share with the world and that is articulate, which is a quality I didn't necessarily think I had before. And that gave me a lot of confidence to be a speaker at a healthcare event, which I might've turned down the opportunity in the past before having my podcast. And another thing I feel that has changed about me throughout this journey of hosting a podcast is that I'm getting more and more comfortable with sharing my authentic self with the world. I feel like I can be myself without the masks and without needing to act in a certain way to be liked but to be able to just be me and speak my mind. And that is such a joy to experience this side of me because growing up until maybe my late 20s, I didn't feel like this was really an option for me. So while I am, of course, so thrilled and proud of the tangible results that I've been able to create in the pursuit of this goal, such as actually launching this podcast and having a product out in the world, but also the feedback that people have given me and how it has either helped them change perspective, think in a different way, or actually help them feel better in their day-to-day -day lives, and as well as the opportunities that have come through this podcast, 
I am also just so proud of the person I've become. I know I keep on using this term, but really I am proud of the evolution and the transformation and the growth that has occurred. So not just the tangible results, but also the behind the scenes and the more intangible gifts that I've gotten throughout this journey. All right, so that was my little story about how I had two different goals and the process that I went through in order to choose the one I felt was the most aligned and that would bring me in the direction that I wanted my life to go in. And now it's time to bring it back to you as I also want you to have some tools to help you not only set goals that will transform you, but also to intentionally think about who do you want to become in the pursuit of this goal. And I'm putting emphasis on this because in the past, I've pursued several goals and projects that in hindsight weren't super aligned for me. And I did it because I was either trying to please someone else because it was expected of me, or I did it because I thought I had to prove myself that I was good enough and that I could do this. But it was really for external validation versus doing it for my own pleasure and for my own growth. And again, in hindsight, those goals didn't really help me bring me closer to the kind of person I wanted to be or that I was proud of becoming. So if I can help you avoid going through this, amazing. And here are a few questions that could potentially help you as you're considering a goal or wondering if you need to make a current goal a little bit more stretchier so that it will require you to step even further outside of your comfort zone. And those questions are the following. How will this goal help you evolve as a person? What are you looking to learn about yourself throughout this process? What kind of person do you want to become on the other side of this goal? How is this goal helping you become a more authentic version of you? How is this goal requiring you to have a deeper sense of trust in yourself? How will this goal help you deepen your relationship with yourself? And I think that the last question is really important because my belief is that goals are pathways to help us reconnect with ourselves, with our potential, and develop our trust and love for ourselves. For example, fitness and health goals are often focused on physical metrics such as losing weight, gaining a certain percentage of muscle, or as a way to prevent or manage illness. But it can also be a path to better taking care of ourselves and to become someone who nourishes themselves, learn to prioritize their needs, and who develops a kind relationship with their body instead of wanting to make changes because they hate their bodies. And that's what I mean when I talk about the kind of person you become in the pursuit of the goal is not only about meeting or achieving the metrics, but it's also seeing how you evolve as a person and also how does your relationship to yourself change. As for career and business goals, a part of us might pursue them because maybe we feel the need to prove something to others, which I know I've done before. Or maybe we do it to achieve certain vanity metrics to show everyone that we are successful. But career and business goals can also be paths to exploring our gifts and our potential and showing ourselves, not anyone else, but ourselves what we're truly capable of, as well as develop our belief in ourselves. 
So sometimes it's not necessarily about making the goal bigger and stepping that far outside of your comfort zone, but it might be changing your approach as how you pursue the goal in order to come out on the other side as someone that you're proud of becoming and that you feel more connected to. So speaking of reconnecting to ourselves, this is a topic that I'll be exploring more in the next season of the podcast. While season one was about inspiring you to step outside of the box, season two will include more conversations around how to reconnect with yourself on a deeper level. Because after speaking to different healthcare professionals in my circle, as well as the guests that were on season one of The Collective Rx, the topic of how healthcare professionals tend to lose themselves when caring for others kept on coming up. And during these conversations, we often talked about how it could possibly contribute to our stress, our anxiety, our exhaustion, and even burnout. So this is why I really want to talk about this topic of reconnecting to ourselves as well as sharing some tools with you that could really support you, such as processing emotions, tuning into your body, and practices of self-compassion, as I believe that these are really important gateways to reconnecting to yourself. As for the format of the podcast, it'll still be a mix of solo and guest episodes, but we'll likely have more guest episodes than previously as I am widening my network of inspiring healthcare professionals. And something new to expect are a mix of both English and French episodes. So while I do plan to keep my solo episodes in English, as I invite more of my colleagues who practice in Quebec, which is the province I live in, we will have those conversations in French. So there you have it. That is a glimpse of what you can expect from season two, which will be coming out mid-September. I don't have the exact date at the moment, but if we're connected on Instagram or on LinkedIn, you'll see me share more details about it as we get closer to the fall. And if you're in the Montreal area, I do have plans to collaborate with a pharmacist association to give talks and host mindfulness workshops. So stay tuned for that. All right. So that wraps up season one of the Collective Rx podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and for being part of this community. I really appreciate it so much. And with that said, I will see you in the fall. And until then, take good care of yourself. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.